Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. And I'm Cassie. Hi, I'm Paige. And I'm Megan. Welcome! Welcome. Yay! <laughs> we didn't mean to do that in unison this time, but we did. Great job, dear. Yeah, there, was... there are things that just happen when you're in quarantine and yeah. around each other all the time. A lot of things sync up. <laughs> Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> so we are really, really happy to have Paige and Megan with us today. They reached out to us. This is the first no, time. No, I reached out Oh, to you reached out to them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, good for you, Cassie. Paige and Megan uh, run a podcast called The Spooky Science Sisters that is a ton of fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, we knew they would be an amazing fit for our show mm -hmm. because we listened to your episode two of Spooky Science Sisters, which is all about ghost hunting and ghost hunting technology. Well, also, uh, I wanted... Uh, Megan and Paige to come on our show because they're both scientists. Do you both want to kind of describe your science backgrounds briefly? Uh, sure. Um, this is Megan, but um, yeah, I have a, a PhD in geology, specifically what? geochemistry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, same, dude. Yeah. What, what did you study? So my PhD, I looked at um, signatures related to our isotopic signatures related to uh processes and development of the magma chamber leading up to the caldera forming eruption of crater lake in oregon this is, oh my god this is uncanny megan yeah yeah <laughs> why is that well it's just my uh my geochemistry project for my master's was tephrochronology so i studied the geochemistry of uh mid-miocene volcanic ashes oh uh, so awesome cassie was <laughs> able to restrict the age range of a prehistoric lake in northern idaho to a much smaller range than was previously recorded yeah that's so awesome <laughs> but but the ashes i studied originated from the old yellowstone hotspot probably cascade volcanoes um, and then, uh, the, yeah, mostly that, but yeah, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So now, um, well, so I was all kind of high temperature geochemistry stuff and, and volcanoes, um, and taught for a couple years at, uh, university of Akron. And now I manage a lab at oh. Northwestern. So wow. awesome. Yeah. So do you do like ice PMS and XRF stuff? Um, all TIMS. So thermal okay. ionization, mass spectrometry, but mass spectrometry. Um, and now I'm in the low temperature world. So it's all like climate record stuff from oh. tiny little fossils. And yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> And um, and Paige, what are you? What is your background? Your science background? I am not a geologist. <laughs> um, yeah. I have my bachelor's in chemistry, cool. and um, since then I've done some work in the flavor industry. But uh, as of late, I've been working as an environmental health and safety specialist at uh, flavor or at a flavor company. So 
Awesome. Uh, just trying to keep people safe at work. Good. And when you say flavor, you mean like literally food flavoring things for consumption. Yeah. Um, we primarily our product is our big product is capsules, but we do um, quite a bit of flavoring for like seasonings for food and mm. um, some of our material. Some of our flavors go into like candies and stuff too. So. Oh, cool. Well, thank you. That sounds like an incredible uh, field to be in. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, and I had no idea what she meant when she said she did capsules and they're and correct me if I'm wrong, Paige, but they're like the little well, some of the stuff is like the little beads that they put in gum sometimes. Oh. Oh. But it's also like capsules for like flavored cigarettes and stuff. So okay. So you're responsible for the gum the those like when when people in the five gum commercials chew gum and go to space or whatever, that's you doing that, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> I, am, I am sending those people to space. Sweet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, like I said, the the main reason we got super, super excited, the main reason, the thing that got me super excited was listening to your episode on ghost hunting equipment, because y'all said pretty much all the same stuff that we say. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll get to share that with our listener um, in this very episode, because... Uh, in this episode of Ghost Adventures, the fellas use a lot of the equipment that you all described in your own episode on ghost hunting equipment. Mm-hmm. Plus yes. some weird ass Plus new some, shit. Yeah. That's, that's old shit. And they're using it in this episode without hardly any context and, whatsoever. And it is extremely clear as to why we don't ever see that stuff ever again. <laughs> that Do you know, know of. We don't know for sure. I haven't seen. I well, maybe. Well, let's let's. We'll there keep are watching. many more seasons that we have yet to to get through. Do you all know how many? Just off the top of your heads, how many seasons Ghost Adventures has? I feel so. I added it to my when we kind of set this up a few weeks ago. I added it to my Hulu account as like a I don't know whatever one of my shows. And there's, I mean, there's like twenty something now, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Is it like yeah. There, I think in the, oh my god. <laughs> They're half seasons. It's not nearly as egregious as it sounds. Yeah, uh, they run two seasons per year because they do two episodes per week. I feel kind of um, gaslit, like constantly, by the amount of seasons they have because <laughs> they don't do just one a year. Yeah. So it's like just last year, the year before, we were like, "Oh yeah, they're on their fifteenth, sixteenth season," and then all of a sudden, a year or two later, it's like up in the twenties. Yeah. It's just like, what's going on? Wait, I've... they do two seasons a year and two episodes a week. Yes. This is. I'm thinking this might be one of Travel Channel's biggest shows. Oh, for sure, for sure. I think it's but like I- their staple original. Wait, was Ghost Hunters on Travel Channel or were they on like Discovery or TLC? Ghost Hunters started on Sci-Fi and then oh. got <laughs> <That's> canceled. <funny. laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> got canceled or like I well. I think there was like, they say there's not, but I think the two main guys had some sort of falling Falling out. out. Um, And now- That happened on Ghost Hunt Adventures as well. Oh, awesome. Um, (laughs) And then, yeah, because one of the three original guys seems like he's gone, but but now they're on A&E because they like restarted it recently. The Arts Um, and Entertainment Channel. Yes. But then like the other, so the other guy- I can't remember his name right now, Grant? but he has like a new, yeah. So Grant's the one on A and E, and then okay. who's the other guy? I don't know. But either way, he has like a 
another new show on a different channel. So I have yet to watch any episodes of that, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, A similar thing happened with the Ghost Adventures crew after I want to say the ninth or 10th season, Nick, the gentleman with the goatee, he left the show to start his own show called Paranormal Lockdown, where he and another ghost hunter lock themselves in a location, not for one night, but for three straight days. Like a weekend. Oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just want to share with you uh, that I also got started on ghost uh, hunting shows by watching Ghost Hunters, and I loved that show. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I stopped watching it, but I know, you know, y'all have watched more Ghost Hunters than Ghost Adventures. Mm -hmm. Um, I I preferred it because, or I guess I prefer it in general because at least in the beginning, like y'all said in your um, uh, ghost hunting device episode that um, they started off really like as, as probably as like skeptical as you can get on a ghost hunting show with maybe the exception of, (laughs) was it Paranormal Inspection House Inspectors or whatever? Yeah, yeah. That's the one where they're like, we don't believe in ghosts. We want to make sure that like this is all debunked but then they call in a oh but then they, okay so um who's the youtube celebrity that i was talking to you about the the girl who jenny like, nicholson yes jenny nicholson if you look her up on Shout youtube outs. she has a video on the worst ghost hunting show in existence and it is i think it's called paranormal uh, inspection or inspector anyway they have an inspector uh, just this one guy <laughs> going to homes and basically trying to debunk any claims of paranormal activity. And then they call in a psychic or a medium oh my God. to kind of counter everything that he's saying. So it's like, what's the point of this? I would watch the reverse <laughs> of that. I would watch the show about like a team. I would watch the show where it's Zach, Nick and Aaron going in to do their dumb thing. Mm-hmm. And then somebody who like actually <laughs> understands electromagnetism and yeah. like uh, uh, environmental safety regulations to go in and be like, no, mm-hmm. actually that's just the floorboards <laughs> falling apart. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, so maybe you, <laughs> you folks can shed some light on uh, why exactly you requested this specific episode, because today we followed the ghost adventures crew to the Bannock ghost town in Bannock, Montana. Uh, I can't. Well, there's not like a lot of very super specific reason other than it sounded interesting. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and like your family has spent some time in Montana, but then also I had done a summer in Montana a couple years back. Yeah, Paige did an RU in Montana in Bozeman, right? Yes. Oh, oh, nice. So it's, um, I think, Megan, you had initially looked at an episode in Ohio because that is kind of home for both of us. But Montana was the second best thing. Yeah. Well, and my mm. parents lived um, north of there. They lived just north of Whitefish for a few years. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, while I was in college. So, cool. yeah. So I'm just familiar with the state. So That's we were all. there recently <laughs> uh, at Glacier National Park uh, about a year ago. Oh, nice. Ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, My parents were like, I don't know, 45 minutes north of Whitefish and like 30 miles west of like the border of the park. Nice. Beautiful state. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So uh, Bannock, Montana is a historic gold rush town. 
Um, supposedly a $2 million load was found there in the 1800s. Um, Zach does not mention whether that's $2 million in, in 1800s dollars or $2 million in uh, 2010s dollars. Good point. Um, which would be good to know because if it was $2 million in 1800s dollars, that would be like billions, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Well, I don't know exactly the exchange rate, but it would be a shitload of money by today's standards. <laughs> yeah. Um, we get this really, lot of really dramatic reenactments oh. along with some like incredibly dramatic, like, readings to go along with them yeah well especially in the beginning there's that just like i don't even know how to describe it but it's some guy using an old-timey minor voice to do a little dialogue lots of death happened in (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah drinking fighting and gambling (laughs) yes (laughs) and footage of a man in an old-timey prospector outfit just kind of standing in an empty room yeah i really like when they do that uh, the first person we meet is a guy named John Phillips. John is a park ranger here. Why did he do this? Why did he do this? <laughs> uh, he tells us some of the history of the town. It's like pretty interesting. I mean, all of this stuff is is kind of neat to hear about. I think it's weird that like we make so many. As I say, we when I when I say we, I mean Zach and the Ghost Adventures crew and paranormal investigators in general. Mm-hmm. I find it weird that they make so many like blanket assumptions about the morality of gold rush people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Understandably in this town, there was a lot of like death mm-hmm. and killing um, that can be traced back to uh, this one particular historical figure who we'll get to in a second. But mm-hmm. like, why is there this notion that gold rush prospectors are like inherently less moral than we are? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah it was the wild west and, you know, uh, manifest destiny and all that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's something. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The first place we hear about is a place that is evocatively named the crying baby house, (laughs) Um, which John says it was believed to have been a hospital or uh, also could have been a quarantine zone for people who had scarlet fever. Yeah. um, Because that was a big worry at the time. And it's called that, obviously, as you can probably tell, because now when people go in there, they report hearing crying children. Mm-hmm. Um, Z D- Zach does a little speech to the kids when he goes in there and he's like, hey, you want to share your story with the world kind of thing. <laughs> if there are children here. If there are children and if they have stories to tell, at the time they probably just wanted to play games and stuff. Yeah. Do that thing where they roll the, the hoop down the street with the sure. stick, whatever that is. Uh, Paige and Megan, did you all get to see this side of Zach when you watched Ghost Adventures for your uh, for your episode? Oh, for sure. Um, Is there another side of Zach? (laughs) (laughs) Great question. Um, Yeah, I feel like he's gotten. So I think I watched like earlier season episodes. Uh I watched a whole bunch. Yeah, like a few years ago, and then sort of gave up because I. I don't know. I just couldn't take it anymore. Because it's frustrating <laughs> and difficult. And- <laughs> right. But he, I feel like he's gotten way more aggressive through the years. But yeah. I don't know. Like, he's just, like, he's a little bit confrontational with the people that he talks to and, like, in, yep. a, in an oddly aggressive way. So, I don't know. I just feel sort of bad for the people that he talks to. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I, f- I always feel bad for the real, like, living human beings that he interviews. Yeah. Especially... When he does the thing that he did in this episode. <laughs> where he just where walks away. He just leaves. <laughs> yeah. For dramatic effect. I mean, 
maybe not even. He just doesn't realize what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, did you catch his uh, his outfit in this episode? Oh my god! I so- called him Sergeant Zach at one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are the those? Yeah, the little like symbols or whatever on his shoulders. Yeah, he looks yeah. like he's wearing the iron cross he's, on his he's shoulder. He's all pads. about wearing crosses because he works with ghosts. <laughs> I think the, I think the jacket. To be honest, I liked the shape the shape of the jacket. I just feel like if he got rid of those two crosses, it would have looked better. Also, he yeah. was wearing fingerless gloves. I don't know if y'all oh, caught God. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not see that. But yeah, yeah, like his jacket, I was like, uh, this sort of looks like a Nazi uniform. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah I don't know yeah, if I can say little... it. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is not the Sorry. only time shit like that has come up. I mean, Zach's okay. terrible fashion is like a, a mainstay of our program. We have a bingo yeah. card that our listener can download if they subscribe to our Patreon for $1 a month that uh, has the free spaces. Zach wears a terrible outfit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, there was an episode, and I've mentioned this so many times on the show, but it bears repeating because y'all have probably not seen it. There's an episode from the early season where, believe it or not, Zach's hairstyles have gotten better. <laughs> Yeah, they have. They have. I do remember his early hair. <laughs> There's an episode where his hair is straight forward from yep. his forehead, not up, but like out. And he's like doing, a visor. And he's doing like a walk and talk <laughs> segment where the sun is directly above his face. So his eyes are in shadow from his spiked out hair. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so this is where we meet. Lee and Sharon. Lee and Sharon just flag the Ghost Adventures crew down while they're walking around. <laughs> Again, another instance of people who used to work at this place don't for some reason mm. and are stalking the premises to be on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lee is obviously, to me, really interested in being on television mm-hmm. because he sees these guys walking around. And he's like, hey, hey, hey. Come over here. We're we're totally involved with this place, and his family apparently lived here. Um, his grandpa was supposedly a um, like a staple of the community when people were actually living in Bannock. Okay, I have to I have to say something about this. So he was talking about all right. He, he ends up talking about this lady who used to live in Bannock. Uh, actually, a young woman. Yes, and a he teenager. Was, his godmother knew this person. They were apparently real tight. They were very good friends, which doesn't make any sense because this lady died in, I believe, 1916. How old is this guy? Right? (laughs) Is he a ghost himself? Holy shit. Because, yeah, he's like, okay, how how old would you say this man was? Late 60s, early 70s, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say 60s. Yeah. So that means his mother... Would have had to be at least like maybe twenty years older than him, so seventy, eighty. Let's let's round and say like ninety five. Okay, ninety five. Okay. And this was recorded. This episode in like twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. And then if Dorothy, the lady who died in this town, mm-hmm. died in nineteen sixteen at the age of sixteen, she was she born was in eighteen hundred. Nineteen hundred. No, she died in eighteen sixteen. She. Sorry, was- I meant nineteen. Wait. No, she was born in 1900. Oh, okay. Died in 1916. So if her friend and her were real tight, her friend probably was about 16 in 1916. So what would that make her like today? A hundred. Yeah. That would have to be like his great grandmother. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she was like a grandmother, godmother or something. 
Yeah. Regardless, yeah. it is now my head canon that these two were actual the only actual ghosts recorded in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's well, correct. His, uh, his windbreaker outfit probably. Oh man. Dates his ghost to to the eighties. Yeah. Um, so Lee is like an amateur historian, basically, who um, apparently used to live here, or his family used to live here. It's all very questionable. No, he used to work there too, right? Yes, he used to work at the tourist center here. Yeah. Um, he has big, like, grandpa on vacation energy. Yes, that is very true. <laughs> also, by the way, did you all notice that there was, like, noises right before they went outside and saw him? God. I think maybe he was, like, throwing rocks at them. <laughs> oh, I did not notice that. I did not notice like, Sharon, we're going to be on TV. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> yes avoid the windows uh, so we also meet a guy named stan who lives here now and he yeah. just collects photos that visitors take he's a is... man of very little words <laughs> not say much i don't think yeah. he wanted to be on tv necessarily well, why would he be on why would he know. he certainly got sick of zach really fast <laughs> yes as would anyone really um, because Zach is really pushing him to say on camera that this picture is a picture of a ghost. Um, and, and we see it. Oh, I literally wrote down for this. I wrote down for this section. I was like, why is Zach being so aggressive? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> why he's being so weird to this poor man. <laughs> Zach's MO when he meets someone who has evidence or experience is either A, get them to admit they saw a ghost on camera. Mm -hmm. And if he can't do that, he wants to push as hard as he can to at least get them to say that they can't explain what they saw. Mm -hmm. okay. Um, okay. Because Zach has a bad <laughs> habit of reading the comments and like like really, really giving into whatever the, the, the fans are saying. Mm -hmm. So like he gets a big ego about like, making sure we are addressing the skeptics at mm -hmm. all times. Oh, and also A plus bonus points if the skeptic you're talking to who does believe in ghosts happens to somehow be associated with science. Mm, yeah. Uh, which does not happen in this episode, but it has happened in past episodes yeah. where he met with a, a guy who was contracted to work with NASA, but he's not a NASA scientist. And Zach kept calling him a NASA scientist <laughs> and saying that this is like proof that that science that is real. Yeah. It's really strange. If this guy believes it. Yeah. Well, we just recorded on Friday. This is kind of an aside, but we, we just recorded an episode on Friday. And yeah, we were just talking at length about the fact that, yeah, people see like any kind of scientific degree or whatever and just assume like oh you have a phd so you must like know everything about mm -hmm, all science mm -hmm. and it's like no that's not how it works <laughs> right right or that your personal uh opinions and beliefs are also science yes like somehow more <laughs> credible and scientific <laughs> yeah <laughs> right this is the part of the episode we all, where we also learn about Dorothy. Yes. We kind of referenced earlier. Right. Dorothy went was a young teen who um, uh, unfortunately died uh, while Bannock was still inhabited because she drowned in a lake uh, that the boys jumped through a lot of hoops to connect to the gold rush, this lake. It was a dredge <laughs> lake where they dredged up a lot of gold mm -hmm. and gold ore. Um, but that doesn't seem to be relevant to Dorothy's story at all. 
Wasn't she trying to save some swimmers and then she died herself? Or did I get that wrong? I think you got it a little mixed up. What was y'all's impression? Yeah, I th- I think she, I thought she was swimming, and there was like a young boy who came to save everybody, and they were he was able to save everybody except for Dorothy. But what oh. saved from what? Just drowning. Oh, I just think. From drowning. Just, yeah. just generally okay. drowning. I also wrote down like they're swimming in this dredge pond um, associated Ugh. with a gold mining operation, and I was like, <laughs> no, water that I'm definitely not getting in is right? water associated. <laughs> Water associated with a 200-year-old gold mine because they were definitely using like arsenic and mercury to process these things. And it's like, no, that's that's not a thing. Was this during the days when people were like, oh, mercury, that's great for uh, just put that on your – put that directly on your skin. It'll make you look 10 years younger. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. They used to use mercury to separate out metals from ore, right? Mm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, and like, this is like, yeah, this is definitely a time when stuff like that would have been going on. So it's like, mm-hmm. who even knows what's in that water? <laughs> yeah. That's disturbing. Uh, even more disturbing <laughs> is the dramatic reading of Dorothy's obituary oh, read yeah. by like seven or eight different actors. Yeah. It was actually difficult to hear what, like, comprehend what they were saying because they kept of- interrupting each other. They thought they probably thought this was a cool effect, and it just was frustrating. <laughs> uh, and this is the point where Lee is like in the middle of his story, and Zach just sort of steps away to monologue at the camera. Like he literally turns around, just turns around, and walks oh, and just- away from him. Yeah, I think he asks, "Do you think the ghosts know who you are?" And then turns around as the guy is answering him. <laughs> As you do. (laughs) Uh, Then we meet Francisco, and there's always a person in every Ghost Adventures episode who I feel like genuinely bad for because they didn't really invite the treatment that they got. Like Lee, Lee insinuated himself into this episode, so Mm -hmm. I feel fine taking little jabs at him. Poor Francisco, (laughs) like had a genuinely disturbing experience Mm -hmm. that really unnerved him. Um, regardless whether it was actually related to ghosts or not. Yeah. Um, it freaked him out and retelling the story freaked him out again. Yeah, you could hear his voice shaking. Um, Francisco <laughs> apparently heard a ghost while he was staying at the um, the Mead Hotel, which is the former courthouse, and then believes that that ghost followed him home. He well, Also that he got pushed down oh, the stairs yeah. in the courthouse. <laughs> or, or no, he didn't get pushed down the stairs. He just felt a push. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and was able to catch yeah. himself. But then right. Zach is like very aggressively like, do you feel that you could have killed yourself? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah. And Zach also asks at one point, did you feel the push was trying to harm you? Like he was, I was being pushed down the stairs. <laughs> what else yeah. do you think it, they were trying to do? <laughs> right? Leading questions, the TV show. Make a traumatic experience even more traumatic. Why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> and the the camper to Francisco's story is that he supposedly saw his child um playing uh with what he assumes to be a spirit. Well, he was acting in a manner kind of like, you know, creepy kids in horror movies when they're playing with an imaginary friend that happens to be a ghost. Um, <laughs> but the real like thing that causes Zach to hone in on is that Francisco then felt a burning sensation on his back. Mm-hmm. And then um, supposedly some some scratches showed up mm-hmm. and we see a photo and there's some scratches on there. Just like every time we see one of these, I'm not really compelled to believe that this is a ghost. Like, 
people do stuff to their bodies without knowing about it all mm-hmm. the time. And especially oh, if sure. you're like in an old abandoned place that has no safety and health regulations, mm-hmm. it's very <laughs> possible you could have just brushed up against something. Anything that yeah. brushes against my skin, I end up getting red marks. Yeah. Because I've You got have that. some red marks on your neck right now. I think it might just be from the um from the headphone cords. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's God, definitely like, a ghost. <laughs> I'm like that, that that fish and SpongeBob. I was born with what is it? <laughs> Glass bones and paper skin. <laughs> every morning I break my legs and every night I break my arms. <laughs> In the evening, I lay in bed until my heart attacks put me to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so th- then we hear some more history and we learn about Henry Plummer, who was the f- Shithead. A, the first sheriff of Bannock <laughs> and just a real asshole by, by this guy's account. He killed a bunch of people, about 102 men in eight months. Which is, consider that um, the previous... The previous amount of people who were hanged in Bannock for supposedly some sort of um, violation of whatever code they had standing in for a law, um, apparently there were 14 um, executions in seven months. No, seven executions in 14 months. So yeah, there were seven executions in 14 months. So like every two months, somebody was hanged. So this guy was like- This guy stepped it way up. Holy shit. (laughs) Um, Which I mean, even by today's standards, seven and 14 is- you know, that's a lot. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then when this guy came to town, he just went went nuts with the executions. And people were like, oh, this is a bit much. And so, they, they hanged him. Yeah. The mob. Without the, a trial. The people came for this guy. They which, rose up yeah. and got this dude. Um, and supposedly because of that, this guy is, is why – this guy kind of becomes a central figure in this episode. He's the like main go. They kind of forget Dorothy exists entirely after mm. learning about this dude. <laughs> uh, we get some amazing shots of Zach just sort of standing and regarding the wilderness, which I love. Yeah, they found some deer, and, and I'm sure Zach was like, let's get some footage here. This will be really cool. I'll look really majestic among the deer. So, y'all, for your episode, watched a lot of older episodes of Ghost Adventures. And I'm curious to get your impression on this part in here where Zach is kind of waxing poetic about like you can just feel the murder and feel the death oh yeah well yeah I think I wrote down like oh there's a feeling here in Bannock and like that it's this the most isolated place that they've ever investigated or whatever and you sense all the murder and the death and Mm -hmm. oh geez it was just like you're just that's from a scientific standpoint it's like you're just going in and freaking yourself out before mm-hmm, you yep. do anything so like you're obviously going to be inclined to hear and see things that aren't there i don't know if we're the my favorite thing that he says when he's like doing this this um this scene is when he <laughs> talks about the gold and says mm-hmm. something like when you take the gold out of the ground and use it in a way that creates murder and death, that ground gets angry. Yes. <laughs> Are you too oh, no. familiar with what they call stone tape theory? No. Oh, wait, no. is this like oh. the limestone stuff and the? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Supposedly, strong emotion gets imprinted on stone and wood specifically those two things for whatever reason yes yeah i've seen this a lot in in ghost shows where they talk about somehow like limestone or whatever being specifically some i don't know 
more likely to have hauntings associated with it. So like when there's buildings that are made out of limestone or the bedrock is limestone, like that's, that's a big thing. But, but why? Yeah. It's unclear. (laughs) It's totally unclear. And it's something that I kind of like have in my back pocket for definitely addressing on a future Spooky Science Sisters episode. (laughs) Well, we get a rare treat in this episode, I think because um, they get so little evidence during the actual lockdown. One thing that we've learned to identify in this show is the longer, the shorter the lockdown, the longer the like, um, the pre-lockdown investigation. And that usually means that the lockdown is like totally fruitless and they don't really get anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and this lockdown is like maybe 15 minutes of this episode, 15 or 20 minutes. So it it should be clear already at this point that this is not going to be the most exciting lock-in ever. <laughs> uh, so they do like a daytime investigation, uh, which is, you all mentioned this in your ghost hunting episode. Like, why don't we do more of these? Mm-hmm. You know, it right. seems like- y'all would be more like alert and aware during the day. So it might even be better for an investigation. Uh, but regardless, Aaron gets sent up to the, the graveyard and the dredge pond while Zach and Nick do full spectrum photography, which <laughs> we still don't know what that is. It basically just makes everything look purple. <laughs> oh, hey, while we're on the topic of, um, or while, we're, while we were on the topic of gold and the angry mm-hmm. ground, I think this is a great opportunity to talk about the geology of the area. Oh. So you know we got two geologists on the podcast. Y'all are going to get a geology <laughs> so minute. I, yeah. pulled up, <laughs> I pulled up my um, my rocks, or rocked app. Yes. I believe that's Oh, that's so funny because that was created. So I did my um, PhD at University of Wisconsin-Madison, and that was uh-huh. created by one of the professors there. So, Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Um, so I, I pulled up uh, Bannock State Park, and we've got, let's see, we've got the Bozeman Group and Real- Related Valley Fill Deposits, so those are just uh, Eocene to Pleiocene. Um, so a lot of sedimentary rocks. Oh, mm-hmm. but this is probably just going to give us surface stuff. Yeah, I think a lot of the rocked stuff is like it's just what you're going to observe on the surface unless you're yeah. at like a specific outcrop that people have Bummer. have commented on. But I mean, you, it's all right. like interior basin stuff that got mm-hmm. thrusted up during the the Rocky Mountain orogeny. So mm-hmm. hydrothermal yeah. deposits. Yes. Yeah, for sure. That kind of. Yeah, because you have to have the hydrothermal deposits in order to get to, gold. To concentrate the gold, yeah. So right. okay, I'm so cool. excited to be talking about geology, <laughs> which <laughs> I think was funny. I think I like looked at the when I pulled up uh, this show on on the Apple Podcasts and uh-huh. was downloading a couple episodes to listen to in advance. It was like there was like one negative review <laughs> on there that was like potentially from somebody, and you can cut this out, but. <laughs> Potentially no. from somebody who was like a Zach Baggins apologist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who mm-hmm. was like, they talk about a lot of geology. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, ghosts and we get to talk about geology a lot. Like, that is exactly what I want. <laughs> yes. 
Um, we will never stop uh, talking shit on Zach Bagans. That's my promise to you. That's the purpose of this show. That's why yeah. we chose Ghost Adventures and not any other ghost hunting show is because these three men are so out of control yes. and so over the top. I mean, while Aaron is, is walking around doing his daytime EVP, he gets startled by a fish. <laughs> And they leave that in. It's just him going, whoa, man, look how big that fish is. Yeah, that's like, that is that is really how you know. Like, this is not going to be an exciting episode, evidence-wise. <laughs> this was a relatively boring episode, yeah, to be honest. There's, there is an amazing moment that I love. I love anytime Aaron's by himself. Um, <laughs> he gets to the graveyard and he goes, sup, guys. <laughs> Um, so Poor Zach Aaron, though. He gets so abused in this show. He does. Yeah. He really does. And Banging then Zach gets angry at people for getting angry at him and how shitty he is with Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> He's self-aware of how he treats Aaron. He just chooses to keep doing it. He's a dick. Yep. <laughs> so the le- uh, one of their final stops is Zach and Nick go to that former courthouse, the Mead Hotel. Mm-hmm. And they're doing their photography, um, which is laughable just utterly ridiculous and he gets so excited about a banging noise that he hears that he's like flipping out in broad daylight shut the fuck up get over here you know <laughs> um and he catches this blurry so the one photo one bit of photo evidence they get is tellingly a photo that is so blurry that like everything is out of focus he thinks he sees a face in it. Oh, it's terrible. I this took a screenshot. <laughs> it's un- it, even for these guys. It will be the, the picture, yeah. the initial picture for this episode. Even for yeah. the Ghost Adventures crew, this is beyond the pale to me. Yeah. That they could possibly be thinking there's a face here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's definitely just noise in the camera because they've zoomed in so far and it's you know, it's you dark make, in that part of the room. You can make a face out of any part of that photo. Yeah. To me, yeah. it is it is like outside the ordinary to say that there's literally anything in this photo anywhere. Mm-hmm. Because the, yeah. the, mo- the spot they zoom in on, I, there's just, there are no features. <laughs> they put arrows up like, here are the eyes, here's the nose, here's the mustache. They're, they're pointing at nothing. Well, when, once they <laughs> yeah. point it out, then I kind of see what they're talking about. But and then they pop up a, a picture of, of some dude, a Stan of, from earlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like that's him. But Stan's alive. He's not a dead ghost. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's just a reenactor. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Well, and then, but then he's talking to him later and or showing. I forget who he's showing the photo. This is John he, Park Ranger John. This is Park Ranger John. They're showing the photo, and he, um, and like kudos to Park Ranger John. Like he keeps it together <laughs> during this, but like, um, but he shows it to him and like specifically addresses like, oh, that you can get noise or whatever in the image that can look like something. But he's like, this is very clearly a face, and it's like. It is absolutely not. Like, this is exactly, <laughs> this is that, like, pareidolia or whatever. Yep. Exactly. He describes a phenomenon called, that he calls matrixing, but yeah. he's literally just describing pareidolia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To describe how he's actually seeing a face. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like he says, that's not what it is. And it's like, you're talking about exactly what's happening to you right now. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. So that the other, was the, unreal. The final thing is that they see this like shelf pop open on a stove and that's what caused Zach to like have a, a gigantic spike in his blood pressure or whatever. Super weird. Yeah. Again, completely unaddressed for the rest of the episode. They just really yeah. had to take anything they could possibly put in this to <laughs> yeah, get to that 45-minute well, yeah. runtime. They well, go in and film it, and they're like, oh, it, the, the drawer popped open, and there's, like, some dust or dirt or whatever underneath it. And it's like, these are old buildings that probably aren't super secure. Like, it's probably, mm-hmm. if, if it moved, it's an animal. Like, yes. it's a mouse or a rat <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just a loose drawer or loose uh, cupboard thingy yeah. in, right. in the... But also, know. maybe maybe it also just didn't open. Because, like, they don't ha- they yeah. weren't in the room before, it w- before they heard the sound. So, like, there's not even... You're right. You don't even have yeah. a shot of the drawer closed before it... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they do play back the sound. I think that they think yeah. is it opening. Yeah, but but who that sound knows? could be anything. Here's the thing about ghost hunters: is like I'm not clear that they know that like household pests like rats and mice exist. Yeah, <laughs> or that like old houses and old buildings just make a lot of weird noises. They <laughs> like do. they just creak and do all sorts of weird things. So Well, I think I've yeah. mentioned this before, but the house that I lived in in New Jersey, um, which was built in the mid eighteen hundreds, there were squirrels living in the walls, the floors and the ceilings. Like <laughs> we just heard animals oh, no. all the time. <laughs> and, yeah. and and that was not an abandoned building. That was a building where people lived inside. And this is a right. whole <laughs> ass ghost town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I'm kind of surprised they didn't like experiment with that stove and be like, yeah. okay, let's try and recreate this sound and see if it sounds exactly the same or see, you know, is the is the drawer that popped open? Is it loose? They didn't even bother. This would like to me indicate a working understanding of the scientific method, yeah. which the boys have <laughs> not proved that they understand. No, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, that's what drives me crazy about all of this stuff is like, A, people will either say... Like, oh, like it's just, it's beyond science. Like it just it can't be it can't be studied. <laughs> okay. Um or yeah, B, like they don't try to do any sort of debunking. Like I was mm-hmm. just saying to Paige the other day, like I would honestly rather watch a show where like they don't capture anything real because they like do a legitimate or, or thorough job of actually trying to debunk or recreate mm-hmm. what's happening yeah yeah so yeah <laughs> <laughs> and with that we're officially into the lockdown and uh this is a full crew lockdown they've brought billy and jay out um i don't know if y'all have seen these two folks in in previous episodes billy and jay are respectively the um video and audio engineers for the show um billy it takes billy reviews all the like x cam footage and jay reviews all of the the like audio recordings they get um when nick leaves the show these two become part of the main gang but before that point they're basically just extras (laughs) and they are like given the task of going to the crying baby house to do investigations there while Zach, Nick, and Aaron go to the hotel. Um, Zach is the one who is kind of like, we heard you pushed a guy down the stairs. I invite you to do that to us. 
That's very dramatic. Yeah, but then this is like after he like sends Aaron up the stairs. <laughs> right, yeah. specifically yeah. says, I want you to go up there by yourself. Yeah, and yeah. then he's like, all right, push us down the stairs. It's like, damn. Hey, go nuts on this guy. <laughs> got a big juicy piece of ghost bait for you. <laughs> yeah, and I can't remember if at this point, is Zach wearing his like yes. respirator mask at this yes. point i yeah. cannot like when did he start doing that because i don't remember that from from the episodes that i watched years ago well he did start season like many seasons ago um i don't remember which season no but it, it all runs together and it's not every episode he only does it in certain buildings and he's like the only one who really wears anything even during this episode he's only wearing it some of the time like even yeah. in the, the like, houses yeah earlier when they were it. yeah i don't understand i i he's very like I mean, clearly he has asthma or some, you know, medical condition. He calls it a weak respiratory system. Delicate. Delicate, sorry. Not weak. Delicate. He's a strong man. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just being a jerk, Megan. (laughs) He's just very vague about it. So we don't really know why and when and, you know. Okay. Okay. What is the... Yeah. Okay, so now I feel like kind of a dick because like if he actually has a medical condition that like requires him to wear some sort of respiratory thing in these places. But I was like, I was just very confused because I was like, nobody else is wearing one. (laughs) He's like, what is happening? (laughs) He's not very consistent with it, which makes me wonder like how much he is actually like catering to whatever problem, lung problem he has. Yeah. Yeah. Because like he said, he wasn't wearing it the whole time. Yeah, right. like earlier they're in the building and he's not wearing it. Exactly. And I guess if he has some sort of lung problem, like I would think that it would be like mold or something that would bother him. And it's like Montana's like a very hot, dry place. So this is yeah. like not a building that I would expect to have problems with that. Yeah, he yeah. did. Uh, I, I actually, on our break, I checked uh, and he posted an article at some point about uh, they're like, canceling some ghost tours somewhere because of a mold problem and he's like this is the reason i wear a respirator so yeah i do i think you're right i think it has to do with mold but apparently he just picks and chooses yeah like if it's an issue if he should wear it like he should be wearing it from the very beginning or does he like us to see his full face for the first part i genuinely think that like a large part of why he takes it off is to like be heard and understood more clearly and to get that money maker on the screen (laughs) 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 he just want to be known as just the guy in the mask yeah although i'm sure he he could make that into a look yeah he'd love for that to be like a brand or whatever He oh he he should just go for the whole uh, is it a cyber goth look? What is it? Yeah, where they wear the it. gas masks. Yeah, yeah. That should just be his oh, look, and he should get right. some uh, squishy uh, tubey hair things. Yeah, put yeah. Put on his head. <laughs> yeah. Well, if he does it, like you, he heard it here first, so he's yeah, gonna have I to. I gave him. The idea. Know. Yeah. We'll know he's listening. Tm tm tm. <laughs> so yeah while, i was gonna so this is an aside but yeah. do you guys think that he's actually do you think that he's listened to this show <laughs> we we've speculated about it yeah. um now and again he'll say things uh that well he mostly just like you know tries to bash his critics yeah yeah uh, yeah 
Yeah. And we'll mention specific things that people say and some of those things we happen to say. I don't know if he knows about our show. Okay. But we always joke I was just wondering her. because it's like you mentioned that, you know, you seem like he like trolls the comments, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. looking for skeptics. And I was like, um, Zach, there's an entire the podcast. If, <laughs> if we get a cease and desist from scripts um, about this podcast, yeah. I will frame it. That will be a feather <laughs> in my cap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stop doing the show. I mean, I got a million ideas for podcasts. I don't need to do a ghost adventures podcast, but if but that would be like the crowning achievement of my life. Yeah. Or if or Zach Bagans like openly tweeted at us. Oh my God. With hateful words. It'll be downhill with hateful from there. Words. <laughs> okay. Um, well, we can get back on topic now. So <laughs> Billy and Jay. We mentioned some weird equipment at the top of the episode. Oh, God. Billy and Jay have brought two pieces of equipment with them that- We've never seen before. Never seen before. (laughs) um, Both of which are like tied to basically like antiquated technology. Uh, The first one is an old timey phone. Crank phone. Crank phone. And the reason it was a crank phone is because it uses electromagnetism to generate power. Mm-hmm. Um, it apparently contains five magnets that when you crank the, the handle, it supplies something like 600 volts of electricity to the phone. It's a pretty decent amount of charge. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea being, of course, that ghosts are somehow related to the electromagnetic spectrum in ways that it are never explained or expounded upon. And that cranking <laughs> this phone up will provide them energy that they can use to manifest. Why that though? Why like that? they have equipment on them that uses energy. I guarantee <laughs> the fucking camera they're using is way more electricity than this thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like they I well, we talked about it in our in our ghost hunting equipment episode, but it's like this is now they're generating a magnetic field and then they like they read off whatever the um yeah. whatever the reading is on their emf meters to like yeah. prove that they've generated one but i think you're totally right that like this antique phone probably generates way less than like the camera sitting right next to it yeah um and it's like i mean just make up your mind right like ghost hunting equipment it's like okay well i thought when you saw a spike on the emf like that was supposed to be some sort of electromagnetic field from the ghost but like now we're saying the ghosts need the electromagnetic field i don't know (laughs) um and supposedly to like to say that this is very relevant and very real they catch a lot of orbs on the screen which it could just be static yeah yeah, yes. it looked a little bit like fireflies. Also. But they but they make the point to say these lights, he's seen them with his own eyes. So. Yeah. And like he's gonna counteract Zach on that and be like, oh, I definitely saw these. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. The orb thing, that's I think that was like probably one of the deciding factors in me like not watching this show anymore (laughs) (laughs) several years ago (laughs) because I just thought this is stupid. Like these are, these are, this is dust or a bug or whatever Mm -hmm. that's showing up on here. But he's always trying to suggest that he's, you know, debunking this as like not dust or not a bug. Mm -hmm. But A major feature of our podcast is like, we notice this all the time and he doesn't do this particular thing very much anymore, Mm -hmm. but there used to be this, 
stock footage he had of the biggest bug on the entire planet that he would be like, this is what a bug looks like on our cameras. Giant, giant dragonfly Some, wings. Like fucking carboniferous era. Dragonfly. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to like, I had totally forgotten about the fact that this show does like, yeah, the, the stock footage reenactment stuff, like in oh. between mm-hmm. clips of them. So I Watching all of those in the episodes that I watched before this and then this one, like, oh, they're hilarious. So <laughs> so meanwhile, at the hotel, Aaron feels someone behind him and he goes downstairs to get some backup. And then Zach brings the SB7 spirit box, which is our least favorite piece of ghost hunting equipment. Because it I was so like excited. <laughs> um, I was so psyched when I heard y'all talking about it on your ghost hunting episode because we <laughs> complain about this thing. It feels like in every single episode of Insanely Haunted. Um, this particular episode, I hate to sound crass. It just sounded like it was continuously farting. <laughs> <laughs> It was the quieter uh, spirit box. And it was just going like, <laughs> like over and over. Because the original one, like you guys uh, did on your podcast, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, super loud. Yeah, but this one is just a little, little toots. Um, and Nick. Nick Obviously ghost farts. Yeah. It, well, you know, they got, everyone does it, right? <laughs> Uh, so Nick hears what he describes as an adult man's voice going buh, 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 which I thought was so funny. Uh, the camera like kind of hears that, but it could be anything. It's one of those things that could be like any kind of interference or wind or whatever. Um, but the real evidence that Zach gets is that in between little tiny farts on the SB7, he hears, he hears what he thinks is a voice saying hate hurt Mm -hmm. and then he flips his lid completely and screams get the fuck up here really loud at the top of his lungs well and he feels he says he feels something grab his arms and hold him still like he's paralyzed yeah and this and he like relates it to that (laughs) he relates it to francisco's experience he Mm -hmm. says this is this must be the same spirit francisco Mm -hmm. felt um and then after they leave because it just sort of leaves him Though, as we'll learn later on, it doesn't leave him. Um, <laughs> they go downstairs and they hear a what he describes as a bang, what more adequately could be described as a light thump. Mm-hmm. And they see an orb, which he describes as running into the wall at the same time <laughs> as the bang. But it it's, I mean, it's... It could be a big bug hitting the wall. Thump. Y- y'all yeah. have... Like witnessed a big bee or something when it like hits a window or something, it makes a noise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, well, and they've got lights in there, so it's like it could just be mm-hmm. a moth. Like they a run moth, into yeah. stuff, and it's a pretty <laughs> loud noise. So yeah, especially because I'm sure they've got their recorders like cranked yes. to the maximum sensitivity yeah. because they want to pick up as much as possible. So it's like, yeah, if a moth or whatever runs into the wall, it's gonna sound like. So a, a bang. big moth bod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zach does really like he 
freaks out. Like he's like, oh, there's a powerful, aggressive spirit here. And it's like, oh, jeez. So he's feeling super rattled, obviously. I would love the moth to fly right next to his ear. And he just hears like a weird <gasps> buzzing flutter of the wings. <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, I'm like thinking about it. It's like, how many times are people like, oh, my gosh, something just touched my hair. And it's like, no, a moth just flew yeah. by your head. <laughs> like, for yeah. sure. Or, or, when they're like, or whatever. Or when they're like. You know, sometimes when you walk through a ghost, it feels like you're walking through spider webs. <laughs> Guys, uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, so after this, they kind of go off book and they start just sort of investigating wherever in Bannock. Like this is where it gets kind of hard to take notes mm -hmm. because before we had names for locations, now they're just going like wherever, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um zach leaves the hotel and he radios in to check in with billy and jay billy and jay have just left wherever they are and are doing some arcane investigation where jay is laying on the ground and billy's like hey yeah we're like right in the middle of something can i call you back <laughs> <laughs> um, oh zach also tells everybody be on high alert right yeah yeah which i found kind of funny it's like <laughs> This is all pretend, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> so Billy and Jay have taken the idea of the spirit box and gone one further on a, on the scale of extremely dumb experimental ideas, and they just have a radio. Oh, yes. An old oh my vacuum God. tube radio. This made me so incredulous as to like they can't be this dumb like it's not possible because whereas the spirit box has a, a degree of complexity that is like i can kind of understand why you think this is special because it's like scanning very fast through radio stations yeah You're just twisting the knob yeah it's not moving that fast and you can hear radio broadcasts like, when they turn the thing on there is a man's voice talking continuously yeah and it's like yeah. very clearly an am radio station they've caught and yeah. at a certain point they're turning it and they hear a voice that they say goes mama does not sound like that. does not sound like mama and also like it's radio it's just the radio it's just the radio yeah well and like it's gonna sound like that's more unique because they're out in the middle of nowhere. So like the yeah. number of stations that right. they're getting, like is going to be so few that when you do hear something come through, like it is yeah. going to seem like, well, this is some sort of anomaly, but it's like, just right. leave the dial there and you're going to hear the rest of whatever they're saying on that radio station. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At <sighs> the same time as Billy and Jay are doing this, the regular crew is just recording thermal cam footage of like the street in Bannock. Mm -hmm. And we do like two whole minutes on Aaron fucking it up. Zach is pissed. Zach is like, this wouldn't happen if you would just stand still. <laughs> uh, probably Poor feeling... Aaron. Yeah, I know. I, we feel bad for Aaron a lot on this mm -hmm. show. Uh, there's an episode where he shows symptoms of having a heart attack and Zach like guilt trips him into staying on site. Oh my God. Like, Do you want to go to a doctor? He says it like it would be a whole bummer. Like, yeah. Well, you could go to a doctor if you want. Yeah. Um, oh no. Uh, so then they all individually go do stuff like each mm -hmm each one guy goes to a different spot mm -hmm. and the ovulus comes out, which is something that you all described in your ghost hunting episode. Yes. Um, 
speak and spell. The spirit speak and spell. I was so excited. (laughs) And Aaron is is using this device and it says six men apart. And so Zach, voiceover Zach is like, there are five of us doing this investigation. (laughs) Who is the sixth person? Could it be Sheriff Plummer? (laughs) He's like, could it be Sheriff Plummer who is possessing me? (laughs) What about Dorothy? It's probably fucking 16 year old Dorothy who's like, "Uh, why are you ignoring me? Because we all know that 16 year old girls are terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, At one point, Zach believes he's made contact with Sheriff Plummer and he asks him to count like a horse in knocks. He's like, if you can hear my voice, knock twice. (laughs) And nothing. There's nothing. Uh, And after that, they're sort of in the wrapping up phase. He gathers everybody together and he gives them this mission to go place a static night vision camera somewhere and then come back. Um, Nick goes into the schoolhouse and upon entrance, he says to the ghosts, I want to teach. <laughs> I love that and then he's like, he hears just the gentlest tapping noise and he's like, Hey, good job. <laughs> You're doing it. Positive reinforcement. And uh, they cite this evidence they get of a, they put a REM pod down, which is a device that I still don't understand. Um, and supposedly it alarms a bunch of times in a way that they connect to that tapping sound. Yeah. Whatever. It just beeps a lot. (laughs) And then they get uh, what they describe as old timey music coming through in one saloon area. Yeah. It sounded like uh, metal drums to me. What's that? Oh, to me it sounded like someone, to me it just sounded like somebody left a cell phone in there and it chimed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like the battery was running out or whatever. <laughs> um, and after it all, after it's all over, we get a, a you something that is kind of a treat that only happens occasionally where they bring in somebody to like show them evidence that they've caught. Mm-hmm. And this poor man, they get Francisco back on the show. <laughs> like, have y'all not done enough damage? <laughs> um, and they show Francisco the stuff. They freak him out all over again. And Francisco shares a, like a home a home movie that he caught that supposedly has an orb in it um and it's it's spooky to them very mundane if you ask me um (laughs) and then zach does a double entendre and everybody laughs about it it wasn't really a double entendre entendre. he says it's something like uh the gut we both got fucked with by the same ghost (laughs) fucked with not by there's a difference. Well, Zach Freudian slip on his part because he has a well-documented desire to, you know, go Engage to bed with ghosts. Engage in sexual encounters with spirits. spirits. I don't know if y'all have seen this, but like anytime there is the ghost of a sex worker or uh, any woman who is described as being like vivacious Pretty. or yeah. attractive, he... Oh, no tries to seduce them mm-hmm. and like Ew. solicits them i know it's horrifying and he lays like sprawled out on beds he's like no! I'm in your bed. how do you feel about that yeah sometimes he oh. takes his shirt off <laughs> oh no i have not seen this at all but like all this is doing is making me want to watch every episode okay. of ghost hunter so i can like for sure see this happen he's yeah, such okay. a nightmare okay so there is an episode of ghost adventures it's the valentine's day special oh it's so fucking from funny. like season it's like four or six something. it's early yeah it's early uh and there is a ghost that 
he makes no bones about the fact that he his goal is to have sex with this ghost. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't even really get euphemism-y about it. He, and he like, hints at the fact that he might have had uh, what that he yeah, did he did he, have it. At the end of the episode, he's like, yeah. the 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 moment that we shared was so beautiful. Like, <laughs> Oh my god! The door on you, yeah. like he's about to do it. Uh, there, there's also a really great. Uh, 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 I can't talk. There's a really great bit where he's like reciting a, a letter or poetry or something, like, and he's and got he a rose. Slips and falls flat and he, on his fucking he, ass. He slips right on ice. It's really great. They do like a slow motion of it too. Like, so he has a little bit of a sense of humor about himself, just like not nearly as much as his personality would require <laughs> to be tolerable to be around. Yeah. And that, folks, is the Bannock Ghost Town episode. Um, what did you two think of this one? Uh, I mean, I was very excited to see the SB7 spirit box and the Ovulus because we had like just talked about it. So, I mean, I was excited about that. I don't know. It was it was sort of a disaster. Yeah, at, the end, yeah. I just, <laughs> at the end, I just kind of felt like, was that really it? That's how, that is how literally every single guest we have ever had on this show has has pretty much had that exact reaction to the end of an episode because this this show just fucking ends yeah like it really does yeah like, was there's, i supposed like, to learn something from this <laughs> weren't they, and also at the end of every episode you you get the feeling of weren't they supposed to fix something because <laughs> right. they're always talking about making the situation better and then they don't oh, yeah it's well, kind of like, like very oh go ahead go, oh i was just gonna say watching an episode of ghost adventures is like reading a an essay without a conclusion paragraph yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure well and that's statement. like the difference between um between like ghost adventures and ghost hunters like ghost hunters at the end they seem like a little bit more benevolent about it like they go through the evidence with the person and they mm-hmm. comfort them and tell them like you know i don't think this is anything scary like if you don't mm-hmm. like it like just tell them you know tell them to stop or whatever and yeah, but Ghost Adventures is just like, all right, well, mm-hmm, you know, peace. here's the double entendre. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't really like to analyze our evidence too hard. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if I said something that insinuated I was gay? So we do a thing. Uh, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. What was, what, wait, Paige, what was your favorite part? Um, Hands down when Zach tells Aaron that he has to go upstairs by himself and let the ghost, ghost push him down the stairs. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Megan? My favorite part? Yeah. Uh, I think it was the, it was the geology stuff for sure. Like his yeah. little scene where he, he talks about gold being taken out of the ground and making the ground angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was pretty good. How about you, Max? Yeah. Um, Aaron getting surprised by a very large fish and <laughs> reacting to it, reacting to it in the exact same way that he reacts to ghost evidence. <laughs> I think uh, my favorite part was Zach walking away from somebody he's still interviewing. As boring as this this episode was in terms of ghost evidence, it had like an all-time great amount of like the boys being dipshits in it. It did. (laughs) So um, 
uh, Megan and Paige, we have a segment that we do on this show called Tweet Watch, where we just go to Zach Bagans' Twitter and see what he's up to. Um, awesome. Cassie's putting it up right now. <laughs> Alright, so... Um, and I think after listening to previous episodes that you guys have done, I like I went on with the with our Twitter account and followed him because I was like, we gotta keep track of this guy. <laughs> we, out of fear of him finding out about us, we actually do not follow him on Twitter. Yeah. We just, oh, we just so you guys don't page. want him to fo- find out about you. No. <laughs> I want to keep doing it for a while. You know, like, I feel like if he finds okay. out about us, he's going to immediately drop the hammer. And yeah. while, He's going to be pissed. While, like I said, that would be a, a feather in my cap, I do want to keep doing the show for as long as we can. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's a tweet from six days ago. When are we going to find out if Elon Musk is really an extraterrestrial? I mean, no. for real. his kid's name is XAA12, and he keeps sending shit to space. <laughs> oh, my God. Here, let's keep oh, going. We already did a, a lot of these, I think. I don't know. Some Wait. of them. So we're just we're just scrolling through trying to find. I saw a few that I don't think we've covered. Okay. Uh <laughs> Social media really lets you know who the crazies are, doesn't it? <laughs> that is just someone who's completely self, not self-aware. Yeah. Uh, oh, he, yeah. He has tweeted, my hair so long, uh, my hair so damn long, don't be hating because I'm liking the mullet. Um, and then one of his followers has replied to say, the party stays in the back, my dude. Zach then quote tweets this person and says, fucking A, man. <laughs> uh, RT, if you think I should do it, naked and afraid. For real, though. We, we, we went, already went over this one, but he's gotten replies. One of his fangirls says, you might have to deal with snakes. And then he quote tweets this and says, I'm out. <laughs> he hates snakes. Because the two things that manly men are allowed to be afraid of are dolls and snakes. And another uh, reply he got for that tweet. Oh, no. I don't want to blow this person up by saying their Twitter name, but they've replied, my opinion, no, you're sexy, yes, but I don't want people to lose respect for you. For private eyes only, preferably mine. Wink. Oh, yikes. No. <laughs> um, to which Zach Bagans has quote tweeted this saying, I just want to climb a tree and eat a fresh coconut. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Although, like, Zach Bagans, like, is for sure the person who's, like, sent pictures of his dick to people on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh, A person has tweeted at Zach saying, been some number of episodes since I've seen Zach Bagans' spiky hair. Wonder if that's really his velvet hat or his hair. To which Zach Bagans quote tweets. He loves quote tweeting, by the way. Um, He quote tweets this person says, it's my hair shaped like a hat. Uh, any plans yet for the Halloween special this year? Hashtag Ghost Adventures. We are stirring around some ideas. Demon face emoji. <laughs> I was really shocked in this episode when they like had the the scratches and the thing following him home and the little girl voice that Francisco was talking about. They didn't like go to demon or something. Yeah, yeah you'd think they yeah. would. Hmm. That's interesting. Because I feel like in other episodes they've been like, oh. It's definitely demons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jump to it real quick, especially if they smell some sulfur smells where they're oh, investigating. <laughs> yeah, which like in a mining town, obviously it wouldn't smell any. Oh, yeah. Good point. Stuff. We usually think that it's just somebody farted, but. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> but you're right. 
well, I think that's going to do it for this episode pretty much. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Megan and Paige. Yeah. Well, thanks yeah, for having thank us. Thank you, guys. <laughs> we would love to have you back if you're interested. Oh, 100%. absolutely. This was great fun. <laughs> awesome. And uh, why don't you go ahead and pitch your podcast for our listener? Uh, I'm terrible at elevator speeches. Here's, here's what you need to know. <laughs> um, no, so we, um, as you can, you probably heard throughout this episode, definitely approach things through the the skeptics lens. Um, but as being two women who are also scientists, we thought it would be fun to do a podcast from the perspective of scientists looking at debunking various paranormal and sat- supernatural uh, supernatural things. So whether that be demons or ghosts or UFOs, um, yeah, we've got a lot of a lot of episodes planned for the future. So yeah. And what's the show called? <laughs> oh, it's called Spooky Science Sisters, and we release episodes every two weeks. And where can people find your podcast? Oh, I'm terrible at this. Um, <laughs> uh, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Stitcher and Google Play right now. Awesome. Cool. Um, you can find more uh, with the Insanely Haunted is part of the Scavengers Network family of podcasts, and we're so happy to be there. Um, you can find lots of other great shows on Scavengers Network. Um, but uh, shows like uh, If You Like Us and If You Like Spooky Science Sisters, you might like Spooky Spouses. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a show by Jordan and Lindsay Reed where they just pick a different spooky topic to talk about. Um, there are some new shows that just recently began on Scavengers Network, like Crossroads Minute, where um, uh, James and Aaron, formerly of Unabashedly Obsessed, are doing a minute-by-minute review of the uh, 2000 smash hit film Crossroads, starring Britney Spears. Um, <laughs> awesome. And uh, in addition to that, there is a ton of material on the Scavengers Network Twitch. There are a lot of streams. Um, Colin, the pod boss, leader of Scavengers Network, just finished a uh, Pokemon stream that uh, he that is in 10 parts, all viewable now uh, as video on demand. And uh, there's just all kinds of stuff coming up. I do another show with my dear friend Beth called Fan and Ball, where we dive deep into the histories of fan communities for all kinds of different things. We just released an episode about the video game Final Fantasy VII, and we've got another one coming up soon about Kingdom Hearts, which is something that Beth is extremely invested in. Um, and I'm sure it's going to be a, a ton of fun. So if you're into video games, check that out. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Haunted Insanely. You can join us on Facebook, the Facebook group, Insanely Big Fans of Insanely Haunted. We would love to see you there. Cassie and I post there a lot. Or the fan page, too. Or the fan page. Um, and uh, oh, we have a Tumblr. We have a Tumblr, too. So that's Insanely Haunted on Tumblr. I feel like Tumblr is just now like a, a, a universe of empty space and weird shit. It's kind of like a ghost town version yeah. of a website. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, additionally we'd like to say a big thank you to our dear friend leandra thanks Thanks for for the the hand hand. leandra just moved so we miss her very much Mm -hmm. Um, but we know that she's got a bright future ahead of her she's an amazing artist Mm -hmm. um, who uh, is now a a degree holding artist Mm -hmm. from from uh, the school out here Um, and uh, i think that's generally it except for what we always uh, say please support <laughs> your state and national parks you can donate to the national park foundation or national parks conservation association uh also your museums um 
Yeah. And I would I would be remiss if I didn't mention that there are also a lot of bail funds right now mm-hmm. that you can find and donate to. There have been protests all over the United States um, where a lot of folks have been wrongfully arrested um, and are depending on bail funds mm-hmm. to return to their families. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have a little bit of extra money, I know most people don't right now, but if you have a little bit of extra money, it would be good to contribute to those. Um, you can find links to those um, on Twitter and all over the place. Search for like Minneapolis Bail Fund, Louisville Bail Fund. Um, that's a good way to use your money to fight injustice in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that. And Black Lives Matter. And of course, Black Lives Matter. Trans Lives Matter. Trans Lives Matter. This is this uh, trans rights. These are things that are extremely easy to say. Uh, and, uh, you know, you should say them as much as you can. Especially be good in these to one another. Times. Be good to one another. Be good to yourself. That's another one. If you need to take a break and disengage from the news, freaking do it. Uh, what what self-care techniques are, are you both uh, practicing during these trying times? Oh, geez. Um, well, kind of doing the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Podcasting part has of, been. Yeah, was was part of um, a self-care technique because it was just being being home a lot more and, and not being able to go anywhere. Um I yeah texted Paige at some point a couple months ago and said so hey (laughs) (laughs) let's fill up some of our time doing this so I I look at this as as a self-care where I get to hang out and talk about fun things and yeah get a little bit of a break from everyday life (laughs) good how about you Paige uh the podcast but also getting outside as much as I can it's been so nice here so getting out and hiking kayaking running whatever I can do to be outside right now Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of hard where we are. Um, a lot of the, so we have a lot of, uh, open, well, it's not like, uh, open, open space, but it's like, we have a lot of farms in the area. So there's a lot of just land Mm -hmm. and, um, we have trails, but they're like the only trails. And so it's hard to find a place to go hiking or exercise without getting with, you know, within too close proximity to other people, which is unfortunate, but I think I've found a place. I'm keeping it secret. (laughs) Don't tell anybody. (laughs) Don't tell anybody. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, being, getting sun is important. Just try and make sure y'all are keeping your six Mm -hmm. feet of distance and you know, you're important. Yeah. We need you here. We don't want to lose you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and with that, we'll be saying goodbye for this afternoon. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll see you again next time. As always, my name is Max. I'm Cassie. Are we supposed to introduce ourselves? Yeah. yeah you can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm Megan. You can do that again if you want. Oh, it's okay. Goodbye. Yeah, let's do it again. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. I'm Megan. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. We'll figure it out. <laughs> and you just heard a uh, class A EVP. Nice. Yay! Yay! <laughs> okay. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven, community-focused, treasured content. Do you wish your life was a little more spooky? Well, what the heck? Hello, everyone. 
My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Tall tales. Although we went to dinner last night and you told the lady on our wait list that our name was Cradge. Was it Cradge? <laughs> Creepy cryptids. There. Poor Pizza Rat. Pizza Rat is pizza and a rat. Yeah, it's double delicious. He's a rat with pizza. It's like, yeah. oh man. Thank God there hasn't been a corn dog rat. Or you'd be eating that I rat. Think, you know what? I think, in my defense, if someone was like, you ate a live rat, I'd say, well, it was holding a perfectly good corn dog. <laughs> Monstrous goofs. Well, you could probably just put a video because, like, our tombstones will probably just be, like, videos replaying. They'll be, like, memes or oh gifts. Yeah. Our tombstones will probably just be gifts. That's, that's one of the coolest things you've ever said. A spooky spot. <laughs> Sorry, there's something stuck in my throat that whole time. Spooky Spouses, a part of the Scavengers Network and Viddy Space. New episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts.